the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As we continue working our way through the Gospel of John, we find ourselves in chapter 9, verses 39 through 41, as well as chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Our message today is called I Am the Door, and we'll focus in on the public fold of fallen humanity found in chapter 10 and verse 1, the nation of Israel, as well as all of mankind. Join us from Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Here's our teacher and pastor, Jessica Stand, once again with today's broadcast of Way of Grace. Jesus said unto them, if you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say, we see, therefore your sin remains. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He's continuing his conversation. He's talking to the same group of people in the same context. And you know context matters in terms of understanding why a thing is said. And this is why we had that reading in your bulletin from chapter 9. Uh, verses 39 through 41 into chapter 10. And why is that? Well, it's without question that what our Lord is doing in this sort of climactic ending of the blind man, or rather formally blind man's experience, resulting in him, as you know, being rejected and cast out of the synagogue by that uh, gathering of people who had determined to reject Jesus Christ as Messiah. The blind man is stranded, if you will, by the grace of God between being rejected and then being recovered by his great shepherd. Because as you know, the Lord Jesus seeks him out, searches and finds him, and then brings him into the fold of grace. So that when Christ says in verse 1 of chapter 10, or rather verse 2, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. And then he exclaims again in verse 7, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. The blind man said, amen, because he had discovered that Christ was his escape from false religion into the true gospel and that the door into the truth of the gospel was Jesus himself. And what Jesus is doing in the context of this event that's transpiring is once again yielding another I am statement as you and I know that we are working through the seven I am statements of John's gospel. He has now launched into another I am statement in preparation to affirm once again that he is the Messiah that all of the Jews alleged that they were looking for. He is going to culminate chapter 10 dealing with the term I am the good shepherd. 
The good shepherd motif is something that the Jews knew very well. They knew that Yahweh, that Jehovah, was in fact the shepherd of Israel. They knew Psalm 23 verses 1 through 7. The Lord is the one that shepherds me. They knew that was Yahweh. They knew that was God the Father. They also knew, according to Psalm 80, verse 1, You, O shepherd of the flock that dwells between the cherubim, you lead Joseph, your people, as a flock. They knew that God was the shepherd. And for Christ to claim himself to be the good shepherd, as we shall see next week more particularly, is for Christ to say that he is God and that he is the Messiah that should come. But what Christ is pressing home in verses seven or verses one, rather, through verse 11 is a concept that you and I really want to work through. And it is the term, I am the what? Door. I am the door. He said, I am the bread of life. John chapter six. He said, I am the light of the world. John chapter eight and John chapter 10. And now he's saying, I am the what? The door of the sheep. I want to call your attention, however, to something that you may not notice in our text. So we're going to be breaking up the follow ground of our text today, particularly if you're not familiar with John 10. We're going to break up this follow ground so that you can understand some nuances in order for you to appreciate this truth that no one comes unto the father, but by him. And that by the time we get to John 14, 6, we're going to fully understand John 14, 6, when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's starting here in John chapter 10 to let us know, to let the rulers know, to let the world know that there's only one door to God, and he's the door. But before we get there, if you are an astute student of the scripture, you will note in chapter 10, verses 1 through 7, in fact, 1 through 9, that our Lord talks specifically about two doors. The one into which he enters, which is verse 2, and the one of which he becomes, which is verse 7 and verse 9. I want to call your attention to the fact that you must understand that these two doors are critical for the believer to be saved. The first door is the door into which Christ enters. The second door is the door by which you and I are saved if we're going to be saved. And I want us to understand the progression and development of Christ's argument and his proclamation in verses 1 through verse 9 today in order for us to benefit from this theme that he has now, as it were, thrust into the presence of the hearing of multitudes when he says, I am the door of the sheep. That's verse 7, and then again in verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and he shall go in and out and find what? That's good news to the sheep from what the shepherd says. So there's time for us to begin to learn something about how God actually saves sinners. And I want to call your attention then as we work our way through understanding these two doors that the first door that we are dealing with into which Christ enters is a door of revelation. It is a door of revelation. It is a door of revelation by which the sheep are able to identify the person 
of the shepherd and the voice of the shepherd. I want you to get this now. It's a door of revelation. The other door is a door of salvation. We're going to work that through fully next week. The door that Christ becomes is the door of salvation. The door that Christ enters into is the door of revelation. It is the door by which Christ draws his sheep out. And the door into which the sheep enter is the door of salvation, namely Christ himself. So let's begin to work this through as you follow with me in your first point. The first point is Christ calls our attention to a fold. That's verse one. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the what? Sheepfold. See, these two doors are connected to folds. Do you know what a fold is? A fold is a pen. It's a holding place. It's a confined compartment for sheep. It's a holding place, a confined department or compartment for sheep. It's where sheep stay either overnight in a temporary condition by which when shepherds travel through towns, in the middle of the town there is what we call the public sheepfold. In the public sheepfold, any shepherd with any group of sheep can leave their sheep in that pen or in that fold overnight while he rests in the town. And then he has to come back in the morning and enter in through the door to come get his sheep. Am I making some sense? This here is what we call the public sheep pen of all sorts of sheep, whereby when the shepherd comes, the sheep recognizing his voice will follow their shepherd. Now, if you know anything about sheep, the one thing that sheep have acutely is the capacity to hear their own shepherd's voice. So I want you to understand that we are dealing with a specific kind of sheepfold here. It is, the, it is not the only sheepfold in our text. It is the first sheepfold that we all have wit to do. There is another sheepfold that corresponds to the door that Christ says he is. Because if he is a door, he is a door to the sheepfold. He says in John 10, 16, other sheep have I that are not of this fold. Them must I also bring in. There'll be one shepherd and one fold. Now, when Christ is using this terminology in John's gospel, chapter 10, he full well knows that the Jews are aware that he is claiming to be the son of David, the shepherd of Israel, more particularly the shepherd of Bethlehem. Ezekiel talks about this specifically and in detail, and I want you to get it. Go with me in your Bible to Ezekiel 34. We're going to read Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 1 through 11, and then we're going to look at verse 23 and 24, and you tell me with sanctified eyes, of whom is this speaking? In Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1, these are the words that we read. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the sheep herders feed the flock? Should not the shepherds feed the flock? Ye eat the fat and you clothe your 
clothe yourself with wool. You kill them that are fed, but you feed not the flock. The disease have you not strengthened, neither have you healed that which was sick, neither have you bound up that which was broken, neither have you brought again that which was driven away, neither have you sought that which was lost, but with force and with cruelty have you ruled them. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon the face of the earth and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord as I live, saith the Lord God. Surely, because my flock became a prey and my flock became me to every beast of the field, because there was no shepherd. Do you notice how he keeps pressing? There was no shepherd. Neither did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not the flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding my flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth that they may not be meat for them. The rulers of Israel in Christ's day knew that Jesus was talking about them. And here is how Jehovah responds. Look at verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As the shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day, watch this, that he is among the sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Is that the ministry of Jesus? Is that what Christ has done for the last three and a half years? Has he sought the lost sheep? Has he called them out of darkness into his marvelous light? Has he healed them? Has he restored them? Did he feed them with the word of God? Did he bring them into the fold of the kingdom of God? Can the blind man, formerly blind man, say of this text, he's talking about me. Can the lame man in John chapter 5 say, he's talking about me. Can the woman who had the issue of blood say, he's talking about me. You can see in your mind's eye the motley crew of men and women that Jesus has saved for three and a half years saying, he's talking about us. Can I ask you the question, is he talking about you? Has Christ retrieved you? Has Christ brought you back? Has Christ brought you out of darkness? Has Christ delivered you? From false religion. Now this is amazing. Look at verse 22. Therefore will I save my flock. And they shall no more be a prey. And I will judge between cattle and cattle. Here it is. And I will set up one shepherd over them. Is that what Jesus said in John 10? And he shall what? Feed them. Even my servant David. He shall feed them. And he shall be their what? Shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have what? Spoken it. Do you see it? Do you see the work of Jesus Christ in the Gospels fulfilling this text? This is what I'm talking about. The rulers know that Jesus is letting them know very clearly who he 
is. And so it's very important for us to grasp what's taking place. Go back to our text now. Now that we have tasted just a little bit the idea of Christ being the shepherd, I want to draw your attention right back to our main subject, which is what? The door. The door. That's what I want to help you understand today, the concept of the door, because that's the way Christ opens up and develops his argument and diatribe against the rulers. Verses 1 through verse 11 is what we call an allegory. What is an allegory? It's an extended story that is parabolic in nature to teach how the kingdom of God works in some kind of metaphor or analogy, as was the case with the bread. I am the bread that came down from heaven. If a man eat of me, he will never hunger again, taking us back to the Exodus account. I am the light of the world, taking us back to Genesis 1, 1, 2, and 3. I am the door of the sheep. And he begins to develop a lengthy metaphorical allegory of how God delivers his people. And so I want you to work with me on that point number one. Point number one, we're dealing with point number one, which is the public fold of humanity. Is that what your outline says? The public fold of fallen humanity. That's even better. The public fold of fallen humanity. I think I wrote that note in there before I sent it over to our our, uh, people who work on the outline and said, we better make sure we get that in. The idea of a public fold is a fold of people being bound or sheep being bound in it in general because their shepherds are sleeping in the city at night. What is the public fold of which Christ himself has the responsibility and the privilege of coming to? The public fold of all of fallen humanity. When it says in verse 2 of our text, and this is very critical to our consideration, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Who is he speaking of? Himself. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to mark that this public fold, this public fold of fallen humanity is the public fold of fallen humanity for which the only person being able to enter into this fold and do something for human beings is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he says very plainly, the one that comes through the door is the shepherd of the what? He has already let us know, and we'll work this through in our third point, you really can't come in any other way. There's only one way in and one way out. And if you were to Google it, don't do it now, there are sheepfolds still taking place all through the Middle East, which have only one door. Every other way into the sheepfold asserts that you are a thief and a robber. And when Jesus says here, I am the one that entered into the sheepfold, it means several things. But in your outline, I want you to get this clearly. It means that Christ has entered into the human plight and condition. That he came into our world because he came to save what? Sinners. But in order for him to enter into the plight of fallen humanity, he had to do it a specific way. He had to come into the world as a man. He had to assume a human nature so that as his role as shepherd, he could meet the needs of fallen humanity's plight. And what is that plight? They're in sin. The whole world is in sin. Now, this is a basic gospel message, isn't it? Watch this. He came to two categories of sheep. 
And those two categories of sheep are Jews and Gentiles. In our text, we have a subpoint. Having come to the fold of fallen humanity, there are two simple subpoints that I want you to grasp. He first came to the nation of Israel. Did he not? John chapter 1 verse 10, he came unto his own and his own received him not. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Those two verses teach us of him coming to both Jews and what? Gentiles. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4, if you know your Bibles, he was born of a woman, humanity, made under the law, Jewish, in order to redeem those who were under the curse of the law. You guys got that? So Jesus comes to the fold of fallen humanity as a human being in order to deliver some of fallen humanity out of this public fold called fallen humanity. That's the message of the gospel. If you don't know it, if you don't know Christ, you are fallen. You are a fallen sheep. Isaiah 53 makes it very plain in around verse 6, part A. All we like sheep have what? Gone astray. Every man has turned to his own way. Do you remember being a lost sheep? Out there on the hillsides, like Ezekiel 34, wandering in the dark world of sin, trapped by your own delusional choices. Like sheep without a shepherd, you were lost. That's the condition of the whole human race. That's the fold into which Christ has entered. And he entered into that fold in order to have a people for himself. Bring them out of that fold and bring them into another fold. I'm so glad that he did it, don't you? Aren't you? He brought us out of the fold by first entering into the nation of Israel and then also bringing out a people for himself, according to John chapter 10, verse 16. Other sheep have I that are not of this fold. And so the first fold of verse 1 is the fold of fallen humanity. And it is a fold if there's going to be any kind of recovery. Verse 2 describes for us that Christ must enter in through that door. The shepherd of the sheep has to come through that door. Now what our master is describing in verse 1 is what I am calling the general care of God Almighty over all men. Let me make this plain. If you and I accept the fact that from the time that we were born to now, outside of Christ, we were in the pen of fallen humanity, part of the rest of those who were in the hold uh, among all kinds of indistinguishable people, just kind of on hold. That's the state of God's people until Christ comes get them. So I want you to think about this. If you know anything about the everlasting love of God and his predestinating purpose in your life, before he saved you, before he came and got you, he pinned you in according to his predestinating purpose, locked you up, shut you up, but protected you while you were lost. You were in the pen of fallen humanity, but God was still watching over you. You were in the pen of his predestinating purposes, but you had not yet heard the voice of the shepherd. You were in the pen of what I call painful providence. The pen of painful providence is a place where you're not by yourself. You're with a whole lot of people, but you're all jacked up. The pen of painful providence is the place where, watch this now, in common with the rest of the lost sheep, you are making choices, you are engaging in things, and you are suffering, watch this, the consequences of your sins. The ways of a transgressor are what? 
And the Bible plainly says that, that, that the lost, the unregenerate, the unsaved are people who in the midst of their path is nothing but misery and suffering. The way of peace they know not. Misery and destruction are in their way. That's where I was outside of Christ. That's where you were outside of Christ. We were all in that state. The whole bastion of humanity. In Adam all what? In Adam all die. But watch this ladies and gentlemen. While as yet we were lost and outside of a knowledge of Christ. And it's a saving experience of his grace. You and I were lost. But God wasn't lost. You and I were lost to God. But God wasn't lost to us. So, so if you look at the analogy and the metaphor, Jesus is coming with a purpose. He's coming to the fold of humanity, and he knows who's in the fold of humanity. Such a wonderful time hearing God's Word. It's our hope and prayer that you're growing in grace as you take the time to study God's Word with us. We thank you for joining us. This is Way of Grace, the ministry of Grace Bible Church in Hayward. We would leave you with an invitation. If you enjoyed the time you've had with us today studying God's Word, please consider this a formal invitation to join us in person. Sunday services at Grace Bible Church in Hayward are at 11 a.m. Sunday schools at 10. And then, of course, the Friday Bible study. We've got a lot of folks from all over and from a variety of churches joining us Friday evenings at 8 p.m. for this Bible study. You're invited to either one. We're located at 20450 Royal Avenue. That's here in Hayward. And the zip code is 94541. If you're trying to tom-tom us or uh, Google us for the map, you can also get directions at our website, grace-bible.com. Again, that's grace-bible.com. Or simply call for directions, 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. As always, we have CDs available. You can download the messages off our website or call us and order a CD of today's broadcast or any program that you have heard here on Way of Grace. We'd be more than happy to get one out to you. You can call us at 510-886-9782 or stop by our website, grace-bible.com. We do thank you for spending time with us today. Trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.